Hello, I'm Somi Aryan. I'm a tech philosopher and the founder of Impeak. My guest on today's podcast is Shannon Kelly, the chief commercial officer of Nifties. What Nifties do is that they create NFT experiences for some of the biggest entertainment brands and franchises like Matrix, Space Jam, and now they are dropping a collection for Game of Thrones. But it's not a small task and it's not without its challenges. This was a super interesting conversation with a lot to learn from, and I'm sure you will enjoy it. So uh, Shannon, great to have you here. Tell me a little bit about the story of nifties how did you start was it like at some point you thought okay this nft thing this is very interesting we can go to major brands uh, entertainment brands and and bring them into the space is that how it started and um how did you make those uh connections how, where where did it start from yeah so just a little sort overview. of yeah absolutely um thank you so much for having me but yeah it kind of started like that i I was the first employee at um, hired at Nifties, and um, my CEO, my current CEO, um, is an old uh, friend of mine that in in previous lives, uh, Jeff Marsilio. So he was SVP of New Media at the NBA. So as part of his job function, he created the blockchain group at the NBA, which then created Top Shots in their partnership with Dapper Labs. And I would say that that was kind of what spiraled this whole frenzy and this whole NFT world um, and just made people aware of NFTs in the first place, right? That was at least my first introduction to NFTs was Top Shot. Um, but I used to work at a media company called Vice um, for a very long time. And that's how Jeff and I knew each other. So we're both kind of in this media world. So I've worked with brands my entire career, um, which is not to say that's why we started Nifties, but a little bit of a background of my expertise. So he called me up and said that, you know, he was leaving the NBA and starting a new company um, for an NFT marketplace. And he had been introduced to our other co-founders who came from mostly the crypto world. So we're more crypto natives um, and, you know, Jeff's background being media and entertainment with the NBA, you know, called me up and said, hey, you know, like I said, he, I'm quitting the NBA. We're starting this. I don't know what this first role is, but you know, is this something you're interested in? I was like, absolutely, because I understood the vision right away. And that vision was more, um, you know, how do we make and expand NFTs and just this technology more mainstream? Because at the time, at least, you know, there were 50 some odd marketplaces that were sort of all based on the same thing, which was, um, you know, buying and selling more um, art and auctions and higher end pieces. And it was very, they were all very transactional. You couldn't really do much other than, than buy it and resell it. And um, I think Jeff always recognized, even when he was at the NBA, the potential of um, this technology and, and NFTs and digital collectibles as being a lot more than that and being able to go mass. And, you know, I, I understood that right away. And just coming from my background too, I was like, well, you know, you go mass by hitting those communities and fandoms and IPs that already exist, right? You know, um, so you go after those sort of entertainment brands, um, but it's not just entertainment, you know, we are working across all kinds of genres, um, you know, sports, gaming, um, studios, of course, I think 
are the easiest ones because there's such a moment built around them. Like whether it's a show premiere or a film premiere, there's like always this momentum around it. So they're looking for additional ways to get the fans involved and kind of get the fans engaged. So it was a little bit of a natural um, connection there. So that was, um, that was how we started and sort of how we got into the entertainment sphere, specifically with studios. And that just came from also years of working with brands um the head of nfts at um at warner you know was came actually from more the the franchise consumer product side and he had the you know prescient just like vision to get the company into nfts and he and i had connected about it um because we worked together in our past lives and um you know he's like why don't we start with space jam like i want to test something out i want to get there he was very early adopter of like you know using um those moments to expand upon an existing franchise so it was kind of just a perfect storm like we had just launched we had just formed the company space jam was coming out a few months later these conversations just kind of all you know snowballed uh down into this launch like so that was our launch partnership was um with space jam warner brothers and we gave out nfts for free we were like this is an experiment let's see how mass we can go and we ended up distributing ninety thousand nfts and for a majority of those people that was the first nft they'd ever you know owned or experienced and just um, that's been our goal ever since is how do we create these communities and make it um, as accessible as possible for people to get involved and and work uh, use NFTs. So to date, there there is uh, there are about 90,000 people that hold your NFTs. I mean, the number is a lot bigger than that. I think over for Space Jam and Looney Tunes, it's around that. Um, we also have holders. Just all of the Nifty's community is probably a couple hundred thousand holders because we also released The Matrix following that, which was at the time the biggest avatar release. It was 100,000 avatars um, from the based on the world of um, The Matrix. And we got about 30... 30,000 holders for those. So that was, you know, everyone bought about three and a half. Um, yeah. So we have a, a lot of communities on uh, Nifty's now that are, are quite large and and really just like fabulous. And they're so amazing. Fun. So would you say that these 200,000 or so people have a good understanding of NFTs or uh, was it like, did they have a wallet? How did you do that? Like if you wanted to airdrop, yeah. it, tell me about that. Um, education journey? That That's a good one. I mean, we literally wanted to make it as easy as possible. I mean, we always, you know, use the example of like, okay, we're, we're all launching, we're working at a startup. Can our mothers go and sign up and get an NFT? And is it easy and intuitive for them? And the answer was yes. So we've made it literally as easy as possible, you know, to sign up for, for our platform on Nifty's, all you need is your email address. That's it. We use our uh, wallet partner called Magic. We really just wanted to make it as seamless as possible. So starting with that, the user flow is super easy. We allow for credit card purchases as well. I know that that's very common now, but at the time it really wasn't, you know, you had to have uh, ETH and crypto and then layer twos came into the mix. But so that was a new thing as well that we added. So you can use credit card for primary as well as crypto. Um, and that's really how we've made it as easy as possible. I mean, I had people telling me that it was their first NFT and they got it in like, you know, 60 seconds, like just able to just go sign up, click pay, and then it's in their wallet and they've got their first NFT. So 
The education process has been relatively easy. And then I think it's more, you know, the community building from there of like, what's next? And then that is just what we're continuing to develop. Um, we have a great community that they're so, I mean, I know that everybody says this in their NFT, you know, about their communities, but I just, yeah, I think that they're so wonderful. And um, we, we've been doing a lot of spaces lately because we have a big release coming up next week. And everyone is so excited. And, and a lot of them too are, they hold multiple NFTs, not just for each community, but for everything we've ever released. So that's fun to see as well. Very nice. Okay. And um, the community, where do they hang out? Is it more on Discord or? Yeah, it's Discord. I think, um, yeah, the, the normal. We have our own Discord, um, of course. And then within those are different community. Um, but then there's general spaces where everyone hangs out. So. Um, but yeah, that's our standard Discord, Twitter, those okay. places. To to mm -hmm. what degree would you say um, the people who, you know, picked up those NFTs were uh, crypto native, as opposed to people who were the fans of those entertainment brands, uh, who for the first time thought, okay, this digital collectible thing seems interesting, let me get involved. How did you reach out to people in, in that sense? Um. Well, we reached out to people, you know, through our marketing and communications, and we would always get, because we have um, such big entertainment brands as partners, we get, you know, press, I think, in trades that aren't crypto native. So we get like Variety and Hollywood Reporter, whereas other projects, I think, are very much within crypto only um, uh, outlets, whether that's NFT Now or Decrypt or, you know, places like that. So we were lucky in that we got um, that visibility beyond just crypto natives. And then I would say even, you know, it's not an exact one-to-one, -one, but looking at even how the percentage of purchases that were via credit card was like 70%. Wow. And I think that, you know, it's not exactly like I said, one-to-one -one of, oh, that's 70% new users. But I do think it was very probably close to that of people who were not crypto natives. I think there's, um, you know, especially when our, our partnership as well, our first blockchain that we used um, and, and integrated was Palm, which is the layer two, you know, this is more environmentally friendly. This was before Ethereum did the switch to proof of stake. So it was very important for us and our partners to, to be sustainable or to be more environmentally conscious. So I think a lot of NFT natives too, they don't, they didn't like layer twos, you know, they thought that it wasn't as, um, you know, I, I don't know what the, the right word is, but there's always this thing if it's, if it's not on Ethereum, it's not in, you know, I don't want to participate and a lot of their money is in Ethereum. So they don't want to have to transfer it to get, you know, uh, the other token. So there is a lot of that, I think, going on too, which I don't think exists anymore, I should say. I think everyone's much more open to layer twos, but you had that kind of clash at first of the native uh, NFT folks who are really you know, that's why the space is what it is today. So I'm not discounting them at all. Um, you know, they were the pioneers. Um, but then to the newbies, like I think is the the little bit of a clash that we're trying to overcome now. And I think I think we're we're getting there, you know. So um how would you say that your audience would benefit from education about crypto and, and web three in general? Uh, and why is web three important to entertainment? how does it really strengthen the brands? I I mean, both excellent questions. I think, well, for the first question about education, um, 
you know, I, I think education is so valuable in this space because there's so many misconceptions and you see a lot of people on Twitter, not so much anymore, but from the beginning, just, you know, if our, if our partner Warner Brothers said, you know, oh, we're so excited for this matrix NFT drop, you would see just the negative feedback roll in, right. Of people being like, just a lot of about the environment and things that I think were not necessarily true, but that people latch onto, you know, so education is so important in that sense of just being like, actually, we're working with Palm and da da da, just all of that. And in and of itself is so important. Of course, there are people that's just going to are going to hold on to their misconceptions, and we can't affect that. But <clears throat> doing what we can to normalize this technology, I think is so important, because it is it is going to be the technology that kind of it becomes the internet, right? I saw, um, God, who was it? I saw this amazing woman speaking the other day where she's like, you know, when MP3s first started, we don't say we're listening, you know, I'm going to go listen to some MP3s when I get home. You say, I'm going to go listen to music. It's the same with NFTs. There's going to be that time where it's like, I'm not, you know, I'm going to go hang out and look at my NFTs, but you're like, oh, I'm going to go look at my art or I'm going to go talk to the matrix community. And it's just the way that the internet is going to be. So that's really important. I think it just, even in terms of media and, and studios and entertainment brands, this is a way for them also to just, I think it's so valuable for them because they're giving ownership to their fans. Like how, how insane is that to think that, you know, even if Nifty's goes away or Warner Brothers goes away or whatever, you know, you still own this piece of that franchise and you're still part of this community, um, which has never been possible before. So it's really giving, you know, back to the fans and having that like true ownership and, you know, people, this is, this is a, a lot of people's identities, right? Like what you are a fan of is your identity for so many people and it's who you are and it, what it's what you post about and what you comment about and follow and watch and talk about. So to have that just identity actually, um, you know, valued and, and given a value, I think is so important. And that's, um, you know, where this is going. So. Yeah, definitely. And, mm -hmm. and as you mentioned about uh, the fact that it's, it's going to be normalized. So was there a price drop because of the the recent, um, you know, the bear market, the FTX, all that stuff. And, and how did people who were new to it uh, react to that? I wonder, you know, for, for a lot of new people coming into the space, they buy an NFT, you know, and, and they've heard that the pro that the value of these things goes up and then right. there's a bear market. So so have you had any kind of uh, reactions to, to this? And, and how's, the, how's that re reaction been? Definitely have reactions to that. I mean, people are not, not with our projects even, but just everything is like, oh, this, you know, it's a FUD, this like everything, you know, I bought this for this amount and now it's worth this. And I think it's kind of, I, I think it needs to happen in order for the space to evolve and change. You know, I, this is not so many people were just sort of in it for prospecting. Right. And, um, it's not what, what it really is, or, or it can't sustain itself like that. It can't just be all about, um, you know, what can I make from this and how much can I sell it for? Because that's, there's not enough buyers in the world to do that and to keep all of these levels super high and super in demand like that. Um, and it has to be taken down back to what it is, which is communities and engagement and the technology itself that connects everything and offers utility. And, and so I'm actually a little bit thankful for it, not 
not as bad as it's gotten, you know, um, because I think the negative part of that for people who already were skeptical is now like, we'll see, I told you, like, crypto is terrible. Um, but I think it is necessary. And we're going to experience another renaissance of like what the power of this can be and, and showing people that, um, you know, it doesn't have, you don't have to spend thousands of dollars to get something you can join a community for free or for a very minimal cost. And, and that's where it's going to go. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, I agree. I, I really like the bear market. I think it, it really brings a level of realism to the space totally. uh, and, yeah. and, and it focuses us on, on the actual, um, uh, you know, what's really exciting about the, uh, the technology itself. For example, on our platform right now, we are, um, you know, I discovered that there is a way for me to give access to our platform to other communities by simply by just adding uh, their contract address to our, uh, you know, our token proof, um, token login, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And it means yeah. that now I can give a month free access to our platform you know, to, to, yeah. to other communities. And then now we are building this new uh, thing on the platform, this new kind of feature on the platform where other communities can have their own content, uh, token gated content, but and then they can give access to other communities. So it creates a kind of network effect and yeah. discovery that you that would not be possible without this technology. So the techno technology itself is so powerful. It's so exciting. So powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine, I think about it too, and just even in terms of advertising, like how amazing would that be if we were no longer getting random ads nonstop across our thing? And it was just like, no, you are part of a community because you have that NFT. And so it's token gated. So you get access to that brand directly if you want to like, and then the brand knows, or, you know, they know exactly who their fans are. They know exactly who wants to receive that. They can give them you know, discounts, they can give them perks like directly. Um, I think that is really exciting to me. And I hope that that's where it goes eventually rather than this kind of data-driven spam, like, you know, world that we're in right now. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure that that will happen. And I think over time, people will see that this is really an empowerment of the individual. Um, totally, as well, exactly. as well as- that, That's what it is too. It's, yeah, you're right. It's empowerment, it's ownership. It's my ownership of- my identity on the internet. Yeah. And mm -hmm. to what degree, when people buy these um, NFTs, to what degree do they get access to, like, say, a red carpet event or, or getting to meet uh, the artists or, you know, to, like, it's, are there those kinds of expectations uh, or, like, going to visit the set, you know, that type of thing? Within we definitely have that, like, access. And that's, you know, I think a lot, it depends on what the, I think that will happen more and more as brands get into it, but we definitely have had that access previously. It's just, and I, and I love offering things like that. Like who wouldn't want a chance to go to a red carpet, but you know, when you have a community of thousands and thousands all over the world, it's not the, it's not necessarily like something that's a few tickets to one thing in LA is not going to be what everybody is so excited about. So it's, it's about doing things like that, that are super special, but then also offering other, you know, general things that everyone can participate in. So utility, I think just spans, can span everything. And it should be the most like, yes, absolutely special, unique meet and greet, meet the talent. So then also just basic things of like, you know, content, gated content, like you're talking about, or, 
token gated merchandise or something that's so exclusive that's exclusive to them that you're like, oh, I only got access to this because I'm a part of this and I've chosen to be a part of this community. Those are the things that I think are really uh, people appreciate as well. Awesome. Okay, so mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about uh, the the drop that's coming up next week. So tell me mm-hmm. a little bit about that. Um, what's the you know h- how many pieces uh, are there? Um, what's the reception been so far? What's like uh, what 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 do you get with uh, with the NFT? And just tell me like the TLDR of this this NFT uh, to do with Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, I was going to say, first of all, it's Game of Thrones. Yes. <laughs> it's um, the official Game of Thrones uh, NFT collection or digital collectible. Um, and we're releasing our first um, batch next week on Tuesday. So there'll be 5,000 boxes. It's a pack, really. So I think packs have become also another more common thing. Um and what's so a pack? Have, can you can you describe that for um so a pack would be just you know like like a trading card pack like you open it up you don't know what's inside you get some things that are rare you get some things that are you know more generic and you start collecting from there so it's more valuable i think too of like oh i'm going to get multiple things obviously than this that's one thing so we we're creating more of a, a box because there's so much in it. Um, so it literally look like a box design when you buy it. And that in and of itself is an NFT, which I think is also really cool. So um, you can choose to keep it unopened and just have that box, which I think would be pretty cool. Like say in five years from now, I can have an unopened Game of Thrones box from- Is it a physical you know, one? No, not yet. Oh yeah, it's just, just digital. 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 Yeah. So, so, you can keep it on, so you can keep that box and never know what's in it. Yes. And never wow. notes in it. And you yeah. could keep it and say, you know, here's an unopened digital box from the Game of Thrones Genesis collection. Right. So that's pretty cool. And then but once you do open it, or you choose to open it, um, there will be 13 NFTs inside. Uh, one of them is uh, an avatar. So we're starting with the North for Game of Thrones fans. Um, we're going to be covering uh every region of the world, but we're starting with the North. So if you're a fan, you can think that's the Starks, that's White Walkers, that's, um, uh, I'm like Wildlings, that's uh, Noblemen and all these other uh, factions. So that will be in the mix of this Avatar collection, which they just look phenomenal. They were made by our partner, um, Daz Taffy, a 3D design company. Mm -hmm. And so you'll get one of those. You'll also get uh, a multiple uh, variety of different kinds of cards, which look like trading cards with their NFTs. And it all letters into this program that we're doing where you can upgrade and um, uh, equip your own avatar. So some of the cards will be resource cards, metal, food, cloth, like things that you use to upgrade your avatar. And then some will be just scenes from the show itself. So even if you're a casual fan, you'll be like, oh, that's cool. I got the Jon Snow talking to Egret scene or whatever it is. So um, there's a lot to to get into there. Um, I don't want to, I, I could go on and on because it's such a big program, but the gist of it is it's, you know, a multi-year Game of Thrones franchise program in partnership with HBO, with Warner. Um, and it's all about building your realm. The program is called Build Your Realm. So I'm collecting avatars. I can upgrade them. I can um, you know, create factions with other um, people who have avatars and um, I'll be able to eventually like choose my allegiance. And then, um, yeah, it's just going to be building on this community over the next few years. So pretty fun. 
I'm excited. Yeah, and, and, and Game of Thrones is huge, right? Like, it's huge. like so, uh, so many people watch it. And I think imagine- it's like nine out of 10 people recognize or know what Game of Thrones is, too. Just the brand recognition. What did I read is, you know, the biggest in the world, like, I, I forget, like the second biggest in the world. Um, really? Just very- it can be so exciting for the NFT space to yeah. bring in so many people. So, so I'm guessing like the people who get the Genesis and of course, over time, as the, the recognition for the space uh, will grow, um, mm-hmm. then then there will be follow up collections, and then yeah. there will be you know more and more people coming. Um, yeah, do you have absolutely. any visibility over the type of people that are buying this? That are again, are, are there some new uh, people coming to the space? Considering that this is we're in a bear market. I think um, if I'm if I'm being honest, I think it'll the initial this initial Genesis set will probably be more NFT natives because a lot of people, for better or worse, are probably a little bit afraid right now. If they're new, they're like, I don't want to get into that just yet. But that's one of the things that I love about this program, too, is, you know, most traditional NFT programs kind of they release everything all at once and then that's it. And then the community is doing its thing and you get some kind of utility. But we were like, wait a minute, I, it's, it's such a one and done thing. And I also hate that mentality too, of like, oh, if it doesn't sell out immediately, well, that was a, a FUD or that was a failure. And so we we're like, let's spread this out, you know? And we, so that way we can still, you know, um, support, we can still, you know, reward those who participate in the Genesis, but then newbies can also have an opportunity to get in. So if they miss this one, they can, you know, and they find it down the line or they stumble upon the community somehow, they'll have an opportunity to still participate and buy something and they won't have to go on a secondary necessarily. And I, I really like that. And I also hope that that's another thing that will change about um, our industry is that sort of one and done instant, you know, sell out like mentality I because that's not how it's going to be sustaining itself or last for a long time and so I think it also gives us the opportunity over time to kind of pivot like because the technology changes so quickly so since this is a long program over you know many different aspects of it we can listen to what the community is saying and we can actually like incorporate their thoughts or things that they want to see. We can incorporate new technology, new utility, new engagement. So that's our goal here really is to truly make, you know, blockchain and NFTs are already forever, but to truly make something that can last forever because we'll be able to evolve it as it goes along. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I can I can imagine that in this market right now, it will be mostly uh, crypto natives. So tell me about yeah. uh, the community aspect. So for example, let's say you have you have done um, a similar kind of thing for Matrix, and uh, you know now you're doing it for for these guys. And it, are are these all this in the same Discord group? Uh, are they all, is everybody in the same community, or is it like for each of these you create their own community? And how do you manage that? Oh, so it, very difficultly, but um, <laughs> no, so right for right now, it'll all be on Nifty's Discord. Um, and we have within that Discord some different um, areas and some of those will be token gated as well. Of like you have to be part of this community to join it. But for the most part, it's a lot of interaction and sharing. Eventually, I think for um, Game of Thrones, we could build that out to be something on its own. It can be, you know, even like its own 
site. It can be its own page. Like I, I think it's going to be at that level eventually where it's, it's kind of its own entity. But for now, it'll all be on Nifty's, you know, both the sale and on our Discord. Um, but it, it's not easy to manage. I mean, people, I imagine that this is kind of what media, co most companies felt when social media started mm -hmm. being like, what is this? And and I need someone to run it all the time. Like I need someone to be on our Facebook or on our Twitter. Like that's what discord is. You need people in there all the time um, yes. around the clock, around the clock. Yeah. So we're great. We have a, you know, so many, you know, great moderators who are just in the communities and fans that we've brought in to support, but yeah, it's not, it's not an easy task to manage this. So that's one thing that does get, uh, a lot with these NFT communities is the kind of always on mentality too. Yeah, so. exactly. And, and, and uh, we, we do a lot of sessions about, um, you know, running a discord and, and our discord is so lively, so busy all the time. And it just makes you think that, yeah, there is no, uh, actually one of our, one of my team members said uh, the other day, should we close off this discord on the weekends? I was like, no, absolutely not. You know, this space is, is like on all right. the time, you know, it's the nature yeah. of the space, you know, you can't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I feel, I feel I've, a lot of brands I hear are doing that are being like, should we do it? It's only nine to five or should we, I'm like, you know, you so really long you can't do that because especially because people come yeah. from all over the world, right? All over the world. Countries. Yeah. I think as long as people are adhering to, you know, the rules and, and being kind to one another on there, like that's what they're there for is the community and to talk to one another. So yeah, it's hard to shut that off or to say that, sorry, you can't do that on the weekends or what, and it's you know, one of the, it's one of the biggest, um, it, it's one of the biggest, uh, you know, utilities, like, you know, you want to be yeah. in, in a place where let's say if these NFTs were released from the very first season, right. And then people got the NFTs yeah. and then when the second season started, can you imagine, like, I remember early days of uh, Game of Thrones where uh, I used to watch it. And, uh, and then after that, there was like the uh, the throne cast and and then I would watch oh, the yeah. cast as well, right? And, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, like now, now, so what next, you know, right? So and there was a podcast, I think, yeah. called Watch the Throne. There was that like, yeah, there were so many different things. And, and um, imagine like with. how nice it would be to, to then be able to go in and watch uh, and, sorry, and talk to other people who are in a similar yeah. thing and, and yeah. like, you know, and talk about uh, what happened in that episode. Right. Yeah. So, we're doing it. We're literally doing a rewatch on our discord and I've already, you know, been on spaces where people came up to say like how fun it was and they love keeping up with the the rewatch that we're doing. Cause then, yeah, for exactly that, they can talk with people in the community about it as it's happening, which is, was the fun of it in the first place. You know, this was obviously pre-Discord, but how many people probably went to Game of Thrones watch parties at their friend's house? Like yeah. you would get together. It was such a, it was such an activity every Sunday night to get together and watch this with your friends. So now you can do that with people all over the world. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, definitely. How how do you feel about um when when you think about you know where this is going and imagine like in, in two three years five years time you would be doing this for uh, uh entertainment brands and, and uh yeah. you know uh, the the kind of uh series that are live that are going on now right that's not like in retrospect yeah. right and. Yeah. and and does that does that scare you the amount of um, work that it, it can be how it, how how to pull that off 
how like how do you see that I, I mean I'm sure it will be exciting and exhilarating yeah yeah but it, like when I think about the level of expectations and sometimes fight right. and, and like the, the kind of yeah yeah like yeah. you know so so like that there's the nft culture and the web3 culture you know I, I posted this on my twitter the other day i was like um you know sometimes it feels like nft communities and their holders uh, it, it's like being on um uh, on a new date and and like in the beginning everything you know there's like a lot of a lot of a lot of like Mm -hmm. uh, adrenaline a lot of expectations a lot of promises and then three months later uh, you know everybody's looking for the next shiny thing so uh, so yeah how how do you see that combining like where do you think this culture is going well i hope it just gets positive i mean what else is all this you know communication technology advancements that we're making like going I hope it is positive but yeah it I will say that 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 is a difficulty that I find frustrating is just that expectation is so high I'm like well who do you think is running this this is another person like you doing it like I can't be always on my team can't be always on you know like that I think is managing that expectation can get a little bit overwhelming um because some people do just really like live and breathe um, the brand or the NFT community. And I think that will calm down a little bit. I mean, I do think that in two or three years time, there won't be a film coming out or a, a show or anything coming out that won't all be connected like that. That won't, because right now, even like not to get into the boring details of studios, but you know, they have so many segmented departments. There's marketing there's theatrical there's consumer products and for the most part they don't really communicate they each have their lanes and they do their own things um i don't see that happening like in the future i think everything will be all together because that's what these programs will be like they'll the show will launch there'll be some token associated with it there'll be a community with it there'll be utility with it it will all be one seamless program like i really do think that that's where this going kind of already is going that way you know and and we see it already because when there's a new movie or show you see then they have a new instagram account and then they have all this product and but it's just going to be all connected now um so i am looking forward to that um but yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of work (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Okay, <laughs> this is this is very exciting. Okay, so so uh, yeah. what day next week uh, do we expect that? Uh, you know, what Tuesday? Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, um, January tenth. Uh, the sale we have um, the early access for those of the people who are on the list will start at eight a.m. Pacific, and then the general sale is at twelve noon Pacific. Um, so okay. and so, if you miss it this time, there will be another opportunity shortly to to get in on this fun. Okay, and and when is the next opportunity? Is it going to be based on another? We'll be announcing the next one. I mean, just keep an eye out on Tuesday because we might have some fun announcements then um, as well about the next one. So there's a lot of fun stuff coming up that I'm excited for everyone to. I mean, that's also the fun of this is like teasing everything out. I know everyone wants to know everything immediately but yes yeah <laughs> but keep we'll people, be more yeah keep people on their toes the way that they yeah. did in the series which was uh-huh. yeah really done so well uh-huh. <laughs> all right well uh all the best for the, for the draw yeah and, thank you uh, so thanks so much for having me this was very fun thank you 
I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Shannon Kelly from Nifties. And if you are on the allow list for Game of Thrones NFTs, I wish you all the best with the mint. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe to it on Apple, Spotify, or any other one of your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to give it a five-star rating and write a review. The full interviews are also available on my YouTube channel, The Somi Ariane Show.